Hello and welcome back to In God We Trust podcast. Today we are going over those questions again, and I hope you guys enjoyed that because it will probably be a regular thing um, from here on. Uh, we're going to do this once every, is it Wednesday? Yep, once every Wednesday. So not sure if I'm going to do like full long episodes on Fridays or what I'm going to do yet, but I will let you guys know. So I, I hope you guys enjoy it. Have a great weekend. Okay. Um, that made me think of three different questions there. So the first one is, um, does life come in seasons? I've heard this before. Can you relate to that at all? Well, they're, they're natural seasons, right? Unless we live on the big island of Hawaii, right? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's summer, it's tropical, it's beautiful. My happy place is there. Uh, but life has... I would say symbolically speaking, life can have its seasons. Now, I don't want to say, I don't want to be like, hey, uh, I don't want to grab a season, even though it might be naturally summer, right, where where I'm at. Uh, but it also depends on where you're at. I want to say, I don't want to say spiritually I'm in winter. Why would, why would I speak that over myself? I want to speak positivity over myself. I want to speak life over me. You know, uh, there are situations in life that happen. There's aches and pains and there's loss and there's, financial ups and downs and things like that. But for the most part, I want to have a continual positive outlook of everything. It doesn't matter what season it is in, you know, naturally, but you know, uh, I'm not one for, I got friends who are totally heavily involved in the Hebrew calendar. God bless them. Right. Uh, but I want to live in the here and now with the Holy spirit. And I want to glorify Jesus in everything that I say and do. So, you know, it doesn't matter what season it is naturally. I want to always live in the season of abundance, the season of fruitfulness with him, you know? So sure. Some people can say I'm in this season, I'm in spring, I'm in fall, I'm in winter, but you know, what's the best season? Spiritually speaking, the best season is that with the Lord Jesus Christ, he'll walk you through everything. If, if pain or grief came our way, we could say that we're in winter, right? But Jesus is still there with us, walking with us and he'll see us through to summer. You know, ideally, we'd always have the summer, you know, spiritual season of summer, but that's not the way things go. But I would rather just kind of focus on him and just always try to be as positive and as encouraging and um, abundant uh, again, you know, in the spirit filled life as I possibly can, no matter what's going on. That That's a good answer. So um, then the other one is uh, relating back to like your friends and uh like not doing certain things. Um, the thing with all this is like, I know where to like draw the line, but um, I, I just like just joking around with my friends and just having a good time, uh, just talking to each other. Like, is that like, um, like where does, where does joking like, um, like cross the line? Like, I, I know there is, like, a fine line with joking around, but, like, I, I don't really know. I just feel like um when, if you hang out with your friends more, like, is there, like, a problem with that? or No, there's like, no problem with hanging out with your friends as long as you're doing the right things, right? Have fun. Yeah. Enjoy life. Enjoy the moment. Take a walk on the beach. You know, uh, enjoy the sunset. Enjoy the sunrise. You know, make memories with people. Travel, you know. Honestly, I, I want to encourage everybody, travel, see the world, enjoy fine foods, different foods, eat things you've never eaten before, 
you know, um, and, and always, you know, fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit. You know, God, God is the creator of fun. God is the creator of good times. You know, he created, he blessed all things back in the garden, right? He said, it's all good. What happened was through the, the temptation and the fall of Adam and Eve, you know, uh, there was a curse, but Christ took the curse upon himself on the cross. So now we enforce the, his kingdom here now. You know, we, we, again, we have dominion over things. You know, we have liberty, we have freedom. You know, we can enjoy things. We could enjoy a great meal. We can enjoy good times with friends and family and, you know, holidays and things like that. And he wants us to. I think he smiles over us when we're enjoying things. Uh, there's laughter. There's humor. The scripture says God even laughs, right? He laughs. He could laugh at his enemies because they're nothing. And he laughs. And he laughs over us. You know, he he celebrates over us. And, you know, Jesus hung out with, you know, sinners. You know, and he he laughed, right? He had good times, but he showed them the way because he is the way, the truth, and the life. You know, when it comes to joking, I understand that there are there, there's a fine line. There's clean humor, there's dark humor. I mean, I'm a combat veteran, so you know, some things were dark for a while in my life, right? You know, there are things that only me and other veterans understand or we get, right? Um, and that was for a reason. That was by design, you know. Um, but we don't want anything vile. You know, so, it, it, but also, Levi, what is the Holy Spirit telling you? You know, you've got liberty, but then what is the Holy Spirit showing you? Can you enjoy that? Can you drink that? You know, um, it, what's, what's the line? What's, can you cross the line? You know, um, but what is the Holy Spirit giving you? What is he speaking to your conscience, right? I mean, the scripture says, don't get drunk because that leads to debauchery, but instead be filled with the Holy Spirit. So, you know, I know that there are Christians who are teetotalers, right? And then there are Christians who celebrate, you know, but you got to find the line for yourself, but you also need to understand who you're around, right? If there's a, a I guess, a Christian who thinks that they saw you, you know, doing something that they think you shouldn't, and, and you made them stumble, well, that's on you, right? Paul says it's better to push, put those things aside for the sake of that person's conscience. So there are some times where we may not be able to do something cool or fun. We may not be able to go to that comedy show because it might make someone stumble or, or you know, it might be divisive in conversation, you know. Uh, but, you know, what is the Holy Spirit telling you? So what does the scripture show? And then what is the Holy Spirit showing you? How do you find that line? You know, talk to a mentor, talk to someone and see what they think about it. But also be like, is this wise? Ask yourself that question. Is this wise? Is this smart? You know, does it build me up or does it tear me down? So ask yourself that question. Is this the wise thing to do? Is this the smart thing to do? And I think you'll find your answer. Okay. Yep, that was good. And the third one is, what do you normally hear when you pray for wisdom? I think that depends. Uh, am I listening? <laughs> am I listening to the voice, the still small voice of the Holy Spirit? Uh, because sure, there are things that we could get busy, man. Schedules are jam packed. For you, there are classes. Uh, for me, there's I'm teaching people, I'm writing, I'm doing uh, you know, podcasts and things like that. You know, but really, we need to set aside that time daily. Um, 
set aside that time daily, but always have fellowship with the Holy Spirit. But listen, don't just, you know, we don't just go to pr uh, pray to receive from God. I mean, we can receive some things from God in prayer, but, you know, he, he answers prayers, but we need to listen. We can't just talk and then walk away. You know, uh, we need to listen. So it, I guess it kind of depends on the day, you know, what I'm going through. Uh, are there times where his voice speaks? Yes. Are there times where I sense something? Yes. Are there times where I don't sense something? Of course. But at least I spent time with him, right? Like we don't want to neglect a friend, you know, because uh, Jesus told his disciples, I no longer call you servants. I call you, you know, you're my friends, right? And he's sure he's talking to his disciples, but if we, we are in Christ and we're successors to the disciples, then we can be his friend too. He's our Lord and our King, but, you know, we, you know, he's our friend. And as a friend, we could have conversation with him. And it's not just us talking, but it's also us listening to his, his voice and receive that communication how he, he deems best, whether that's a sense, a knowing, a still small voice or a, a prophetic picture or a vision or whatever. You know, he loves to communicate to his kids, you know, and we just need to be open to all the ways that he wants to communicate. Okay. Um, and then this leads into the question of how, uh, of what my friend asked and how we can tell that it's God's voice. Because I know there's like multiple things that you can like hear in your head or just. Mm -hmm. So how, how can you like know for sure and like separate the thoughts? Because some thoughts are just like completely ridiculous and some are like, okay, I mean, that makes sense, but. God's yeah. already spoken, but he's also still speaking. So if, if he communicates with us, if we hear his voice, align it with the word of God. Like if he's giving you a topic, start looking in, in, the, in the pages, confirm it with scripture, because he's not going to tell you to do something that is uh, opposite of the scripture. The, the enemy, right? The enemy, the spiritual, you know, the demons and the devil, you know, they do the opposite, right? They, they have fear. They have anger. They have hatred. We have love. We have joy. We have peace. We have the fruit of the Spirit, which is one fruit. And then there's the attributes of the fruit of the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit is love, and the attributes are joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So we need to look at that, those things. Is this joy? Is this peace? Is this, does this contradict what his Scripture says? You know, I mean, if someone comes to me and said, I heard God tell me that Jesus is coming back on June 8th, 2022, I'll be like, absolutely not. God didn't tell you that. Either your flesh told you that, or a, a demonic spirit told you that, or you're ill, okay, mentally ill. Because the scripture says, no one knows the scriptures. You know, Jesus said that no one knows the day or the hour. The angels don't know. Jesus doesn't know. Only God the Father knows when Jesus is returning. So that's what the scripture says. So always look at the scripture. And that's one thing. Spend time in prayer, listen to his voice, read the word, study it, absorb it. And when you hear his voice, you know, like I like to journal it. And then I like to look, start looking up the scriptures. I'll even ask him the scripture references. Hey, what scripture reference is this? And he could give me a chapter. He could give me a verse, you know, and I'm like, oh, look, there it is. Right. So always align it up with the word of God. Um, but if it, if it brings fear, terror, or any of that stuff, you know, push that aside. That's, that's not from God. Now, there are moments that are extremely holy 
and awe and power. And you will know in those moments that this is God. Okay. Uh, but if it's, if it's assaulting you, if it's, you know, your thoughts are racing, you know, just speak the shalom of God over you. Look at the scripture, listen to his voice, confirm it in the scripture. And, um, you know, just continue to have that dialogue with him. So I hope that that kind of helps people. Okay. That, that was pretty good. Um, so that, um, made me think of, are there different like realms technically? I don't, this is, is like getting to like a Dr. Strange type of thing, but like we are like here and if the Holy Spirit is like with us, like, is it like just like in our minds or is it like a physical and like demons? Are they like in, I think you see what I'm asking? Okay. So, um, well, let's talk about angels, man. Angels minister in the presence of the Lord. And in the book of Hebrews, the writer of Hebrews said, do not forsake entertaining strangers because in so doing, you may have entertained angels, angelic messengers. Okay. Um, so angels I know can show up physically, right? Uh, I've heard there's stories. I mean, I saw this video, what this amazing video of this car and the mom was like, uh, you know, swimming out of the car, there's this flood, the car was sinking and the windows and the doors were closed, right? And there's a child in there and this dude swims over, reaches down, pulls out the baby, saves the baby's life. But the doors were locked, the windows were closed and it was a flood. Explain that situation. I think angels were involved, right? Angels were involved. Uh, and they weren't physical, physically seen. They were invisible. You know, there is a spirit realm around us. You know, there's, there's the Apostle Paul talks about the third heaven, right? So we need to assume that there's a first, second, and a third. The first heaven is this realm of existence, this earth. What you and I see, feel, touch, smell, that's the first heaven, if you will. Okay, and this is scriptural. The second heaven is the spirit realm around us. Angels, demons, principalities, powers, you know, archangels, you know, doing their jobs, doing their business, battling, you know, influencing people, influencing segments of society, stuff like that, right? For the good or the bad. And uh, angels are affecting it for the good. Holy Spirit's part of that process. You know, demons are affecting it for the bad, right? And that's the spirit realm around us. Now, sometimes we could get glimpses into it, right? Uh, but for the most part, some, you know, like we don't see it, but it's around us. How big and vast it is, I have no idea, right? But then there's the third heaven, and that's the abode of God, where God dwells, where Jesus in the book of Revelation is the center of heaven, where he's enthroned, where he's worshipped, right? Where the, the rainbow arcs around, you know, it's, it's around him. It doesn't arc over him. You know, Jesus is in the center. That's the third heaven. That's his abode where he dwells, you know, where he is seated at the right hand of God. And where that is, no idea. Okay. But I know if we have the Holy Spirit, we have access to it. The kingdom of God is within you. So if the kingdom of God is within me. I could, I know that I'm a carrier of the kingdom. I'm a carrier of the presence. I'm an ark of the covenant of the presence of God, you know, and everywhere I go, I expect to see the kingdom break through, right? So those are the three, I guess you could say, realms, you know, so, but there is a heaven, there is a hell, 
Um, and, uh, you know, there's a spirit realm, you know. Um, so I want to encourage everybody, seek Jesus, seek the abode of God, the third heaven, which is heaven itself with the capital H. Amen. Amen. Interesting. All right. This was loaded, man. We've gone on like 36 minutes. Let's do one more question. <laughs> okay. Um, well, this I'll went fast, huh, quick. bro? If anybody yeah. is out there, they want to chat, they could ask a question too. Uh, but uh, yeah, man, one more question. This is a good one. So if one of your friends uh, uses like the Lord's name in vain, or even not even your friend, like a coworker or something, are we supposed to be like, hey, like watch your mouth, man? Or like, what are we supposed to do in that situation? I think that depends on the relationship. It depends on the working relationship. It de depends on the personal relationship. Now, if it offends you and, you know, approach them in time, you know, but take them aside. Don't put them on blast. I mean, you know, don't put them on blast on the point, uh, uh, you know, in the moment, you know, approach them in love. Just say, hey, could you mind? I'm, you know, but for the most part, they could you know, they could take it or leave it. Am I right? You know, we want to be carriers of the glory. So we want to be as positive as possible. Uh, and number one, pray for them. Number two, ask for wisdom. Number three, uh, after you ask for wisdom, ask the Holy Spirit to kind of show you how to approach them or if you should. Right now, if they're a fellow Christian, I think you have, you know, you could approach them quicker. If they're a non-Christian, show them the light, show them the love of God, you know, try to speak positivity over them. If it's a toxic work environment, that's a whole other matter. You know, like if there's a toxic work environment, you know, maybe God's telling you to find another job, you know, and, and move on to something else a little more positive and hopefully more money for you, you know. Uh, but I hope that those three things can help someone. So, you know, um, people say offensive things. Some people um, don't know it's offensive and it, it depends on their background. It also depends on their culture. There are cultural differences. I mean, there are certain words here in America that we consider cuss words that they don't in Germany. And there are certain words we say here in America that are, that aren't cuss words, but are cuss words in Germany. We need to be culturally sensitive, right? And that comes through travel that comes through kind of educating ourselves, but it also, you know, we need to be tapped into the Holy spirit the Holy Spirit's convicting you, you know, I mean, obviously we can't have coarse language from our lips, you know, we're, we're in a process, we grow, we learn more, you know, especially as we study the Bible more, we'll, we'll realize, oh, maybe I'm doing something I shouldn't be doing. I didn't realize that that was a problem, you know, and we work on ourselves first, you know, but in a situation kind of like that, again, pray, ask for wisdom, see about the process to approach them. And I know that that, you know, there's other different scenarios maybe there's you know other other questions that people might have about that uh, but i would say just if i were in your shoes in that moment you know those are the first three things i'd do and then see if god opens a door you know what i mean if god opens the opportunity you know what i mean like oh now's my time this person is a little softer i can talk to them but it, they could they could say no they could you know brush you off but you also need to be sensitive to your conscience okay you don't want your conscience to be nagging you if you feel like you're in the right that you need to approach them and talk to them and clear the air then do it and if they brush you off at least you did it 
All right, that's all she wrote. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed that. I think that it's going to be like a weekly thing now. Not sure if I want to do it all in one day or split it again, but um, this worked easiest because I have some stuff going on Friday, so I've been a little bit, I've been running around a little bit. So, yeah, hope you guys enjoyed it. Have a great weekend. Ciao. God bless. <laughs>